time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Well, race fans, here it is, another week in the racing world, and I'm William Barber, and of course, you can call me WB, but of course, every single week in a week out here on Southern Race Week Radio and Southern Race Week on your favorite podcast location, I depend on one man to get it done. On top of the world, he is. He is none other than the producer to the stars. He is up there. What's going on, brother? What's going on? Mr. Barber, glad to be with you again this week for another exciting episode of Southern Race Week Radios. We're getting set for the Folds of Honor QT 500 weekend at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Can't believe it is finally here. We gave away some tickets and campground sites to some of our very loyal and dedicated listeners. So hopefully they will enjoy themselves this upcoming race weekend. I know I'll be down there the track with you doing some social media videos and pictures that we'll be posting on our Facebook page as well as our Twitter page as well. So Zoe, very excited for the Folds of Honor QT 500 weekend. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, obviously it's already passed. But if you're listening to our live radio show, you know it's going to be going down this weekend. So very excited about that. Also, William, very excited for our upcoming episode of Southern Race Week Radio today as we celebrate the women. That's right. It is Women's Month all throughout the month of March. So we're dedicating a special show to the women in racing as we'll have three amazing female guests joining us here on the program this week. And I know for you, William, females are very important because your wife, who is obviously a female, is a very important person in your life, William. So I want you to take a couple of minutes to to gush about the owner of this fine radio show and podcast, Miss Barber. Go ahead. I want you to rat- I want you to rattle off some some amazing things you love about her, William. She lets me be right anytime she wants me to be right. My money is her money. Her money is her money. The way to have a successful partnership and marriage is as simple as this. Let your partner let you know when it's okay for you to be right. So look at that, William. Not only do you give great racing news and information and interviews, but also you deliver to us some great marital counseling and advice. So that's much appreciated here for all the loyal men who listen to the Southern Race Week radio network along with the uh, podcast as well. So not only can they ask their NASCAR questions and racing questions here, but maybe if you want to drop in a uh, question about your love life, your marriage, your dating life, uh, William will be standing by to uh, answer your questions on that uh, topic as well, right? Exactly. I'm here for you. Uh, And as someone who is about to celebrate almost 15 years of being in marital bliss, uh, I can tell you the perils, the pitfalls, the happiness, and thanks to my counselor, uh, I can tell you uh, great advice that's been passed on to me. Well, William, you know, I've only been married for about uh, six years now. You've, you've got about a decade uh, uh, more experience in the marriage department than I do. Uh, as, as a man who's coming up on, you know, seven years this year, what, what kind of advice can you give me to, uh, for my special, you know, my special bride at Kimber? You know, what, what kind of advice can you get me as we continue our lengthy marriage? You know, the, the thing about uh, marriage, and it's different than than what our celebration for women's month is. Okay. But the thing about marriage is never forget to do the little things. Okay. Because, you know, while you may be able to afford to buy your wife a dozen of red roses every day, it's not those things that matter to her. Most of the time It is making the bed. It's, you know, picking up the kids from school. It's tying the kids shoes 
laces before they go walking out the door and getting tracked mud all over the place. It's making the kids lunch sometimes in the morning instead of her having to do it. So it's the little things sometimes that make the world of a difference to, to a, uh, a woman, a, a bride, uh, a wife. Uh, and, um, you know, that's the thing is that, uh, you know, um, there's nothing that, um, that I, even if I had millions and millions of dollars, there's nothing that I could buy my wife that shows her more and that she appreciates more than just coming home to a husband who's not dead drunk <laughs> and coming home to a bed that's made and coming home to dishes that are not still sitting in the dishwasher after she washed them. So those are the simple things in life. So, but celebrating women in this month is all about to me, appreciating how far women have came in not only racing and motorsports, but in, in the world period, you know, women represent a large force in the working place. And unfortunately America in, in the world do not understand and give recognition to what women do by taking care of kids and everything else. And it's a sad society that it takes the racing community to prove that women are just as equally talented, powerful and capable and able to be able to win races every week in and week out. Alfie, that's my take. All right, William, as we mentioned at the top of the show, this is a special Women's Month edition of Sunday Race Week Radio as we celebrate Women's Month here. And we'll kick things off here in a matter of moments with uh, Jacqueline Drake, and she's from the world of NASCAR and also does some broadcasting for Flow Racing. So we'll talk to her about her legendary racing career and broadcasting career in the sport. And then also Brittany Samora, who is one of the Bush Light drivers, representing Accelerate Her, and we'll talk to her as well. And then we'll wrap things up with short track driver JoJo Wilkinson. All that's straight ahead for you here on the Southern Race Week Radio program, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast for our special Women's Month edition of Southern Race Week Radio. Hey, listeners, this is Jamie Little from NASCAR on Fox, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to the special Women's Month edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network. It's Alfie continuing on with the program this week. As I mentioned, we are celebrating the women of racing as we have Women's Month here throughout the month of March. And I'm very honored and privileged to welcome our first guest here into the program as she covers racing, driving-wise, as well as broadcasting-wise. As we head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in. She works for NASCAR and also is a broadcaster as well with Flow Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Miss Jacqueline! Miss Drake, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us yet again this week on Southern Race Week Radio, special Women's Month edition, as you're a, a great friend of the show. And we always appreciate you taking the time to join us this week. So hopefully you're having a fine day today, my friend. I am. Thanks so much for having me on. And um, I'm honored to be a part of your Women's Edition. Well, we're very glad to have you on the show, Jacqueline, because it is Women's Month. And you come from a very unique perspective because you've been a female driver. You're now a female who is covering racing as a broadcaster as well now. But let's kind of get started with where the bug bit you. You came from a family where racing was pretty much in your blood. Your brother is currently a crew chief in the Cub Series. Your dad did some racing as well. And the bug kind of bit into you. So let's talk about those early days of racing for you, because I'm sure you were probably one of the only females that were driving at some of the events that you were racing at in the Texas area, although I'm not sh I'm not sure about that. But let's talk about being a young female getting into a sport, which for the most part was dominated by males. 
Yeah, so um, I actually attended my first ever racetrack at six weeks old. My father was competing in sprint cars at the time. My mom would bring me to the racetrack, and um, I would hang out in the pits, or I'd go up in the suites during his time of racing. And as I got older and before I started kindergarten, they decided, hey, we're going to sell off our trailer, the car, and moved to the country in Texas to a little town called Maypearl. So my dad stopped racing, but in hopes to get my brother and I started the next year. So my first time in the race car was when I was six years old. My mother was also a past driver herself whenever she was a child. So I had support from both sides and I started in dirt racing and it was definitely a lot different than it is now. It's encouraging to go to the racetracks and see all the girls involved and women involved at motorsports. But um, when I started there, I was the only girl who was racing at the track that I was competing at. I would go to another track on occasion and there was one other girl that I competed against who were the same age and in the same group, but then there was a length of time where there wasn't anyone else. So I saw at a very young age the differences fairly quickly and the struggles that I feel we have overcome as a sport in today. But when I was younger, it wasn't. It was it was a lot different. It's kind of a sore subject sometimes because my experience was was not necessarily welcomed. I made a lot of friends and I had a lot of people that were supportive, but it wasn't always the case. So as I moved up, I moved into quarter midgets on asphalt. Then I went and did legend cars as well as late models before going off to college and then getting involved on the career side in motorsports. And you recently just did a race. You raced back in November of last year. So that was the first time you raced in about a decade or so. So when you were out there at the track dressed up in your suit, ready to go out there racing, and you kind of look out into the crowd and see all the girls and females that are there attending, or maybe you're, you're in the infield and you're seeing more female drivers, participants, crew members, whatever it may be. How far have you think women have developed as far as racing goes? So um, at Southern National, whenever I competed, there was obviously little girls there who I spoke to. And it's just being encouraging and being a role model and something that they can look up to, as well as being a guidance to them when they need advice or insight. So interesting enough, I think, you know, several people had seen the Bush Accelerate Her program that just came out uh, about a month ago. And I was on a meeting today about it. I got to hear some insights on that program, which is giving millions of dollars back into full-time women that are competing in the upper series of motorsports. And again, like a a full circle for me, seeing how far we have come in the support um, and encouragement from brands um, at that high caliber, as well as the performance at the track is, is extremely important. I think it, and I think we've come, light years from where I was whenever I was a little girl. So, you know, I think the question is, yeah, it's still continuing to move. Like, what more can we do? But I think at the core of it is just getting more girls involved. Like, whenever I have children, if I have a daughter, I want to take her to the racetrack. I want her to get her involved if she wants to. Letting women, letting little girls know that they they have a choice to do whatever it is that they want to do at any level is truly amazing. I mean, some of our best engineers in motorsports are women. We have women that are involved in pit crews. We have women that are leading these huge companies as CEOs or CFOs. Um, The list truly goes on and on. And I think it 
kind of boils down to just knowing like the area of what you can do is truly limitless. You don't have to set yourself for certain goals. And when I decided to stop racing, but to get involved in motorsports, I even did that to myself. I thought, okay, um, these are kind of like the limits that I have in motorsports. I could work in marketing, but then I always wanted more. It's like, well, what else can I do? I have knowledge. I, I can learn. I can keep growing and being better. So I think it's just encouraging one another and letting girls know that they, they can do it as long as they put their mind to it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Speaking of the Accelerate Her program, Brittany Zamora, one of their drivers, will be joining us next here on a Southern Race Week Radio. But right now we're speaking with Jacqueline Drake on this special Women's Month edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And as you mentioned, uh, Jacqueline, you, you gave up racing. You went to college. Um, you went into motorsports, as you said, as being a kind of a promoter. You did some and kind of uh, moved and morphed into the broadcasting side of of racing as you work for Flow Racing right now, doing some coverage for them. So tell me a little bit about the broadcasting side. And that's made a lot of accomplishments. We've got Jamie Little calling ARCA races for uh, Fox Sports. Kristen Voda is calling ARCA races for Mav TV. So tell me a little bit about the progress of female broadcasters go, because it's great to see play-by-play women now calling ARCA races. So tell me on the broadcasting side how you feel women have come along and evolved. Yeah, so that's absolutely huge. Again, whenever I was little, we saw maybe one or two women kind of involved at that broadcast area, um, Jamie Little being one of them on Pit Road. The evolution of their movement, Jamie being in the booth, Krista, you mentioned, is truly like the direction that I feel is only going to continue in the coming years. It is harder for women as TV broadcasters. There's a lot more pressure. It's extremely hard to have your hair perfect in the heat and conditions um, at a track. And as a woman, it can be harder. My sister-in-law, for example, she was pregnant with my niece on the road, pit reporting for the truck series. So she was on her feet. Jamie was one of the other ones that was doing that as well as Shannon Spake uh, during their times of uh, motherhood. So Again, it's possible and we can do it. And it's amazing to see. So I'm happy to see that. And then backtracking a little, like my time in broadcasting when, and I don't even feel like I'm anywhere close to where I want to be, but thinking about day one, I had a lot of people tell me no. So I started a YouTube channel. I went out and bought the equipment. I shot the videos in my garage with the poster board tacked behind me just to have something that I could submit in to places for that opportunity. And I had a lot of no's and I still get no's, but I get a few yeses and you just have to stay persistent. So, and that's not just with motorsports, that's in, in everything as a career um, or goals in life. So, um, and I, and again, that's not even gender specific, but it's, it's what I went through and, and um, it was my reality. Well, I got to tell you, Miss Drake, I'm sure there's a lot of young females out there who are going to look up to you, not only for driving, but I think for broadcasting as well. you got a great future. You're also working for NASCAR, kind of helping them out in their grassroots program as well. So you've accomplished quite a lot in your illustrious career. If our listeners want to follow you on social media, keep up with what's going on with you and everything you're doing at NASCAR and for Flow Racing as well, uh, where can they go to keep up with you? Yeah, so you can always follow me on Instagram, the one and only JKD. I'm also on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and I'd like to just give an open invitation. If you're a young girl, you want to know more about motorsports or getting involved in broadcasting or marketing, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I will do my best to get back to you and get together. I've had a couple of girls 
in the area of where I live, reach out to me and want to get coffee and just learn more. So I'm always open for helping and assisting anyone in, in their goals and their dreams. Well, I feel there's probably no better mentor than Miss Drake when it comes to this. So hopefully you'll get some great response and you'll be able to help out the future generation of women, not only in racing, but broadcasting as well. Miss Drake, we always appreciate your time to, that you join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. Good luck with you for the rest of your season covering things for Flow Racing and NASCAR. And we'll talk to you again throughout the season. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to it and I appreciate you having me on the show as always. This is Tim Kuhn from MRN and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this special Women's Month edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie as always bringing you and delivering a brand new edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you. As I mentioned it is Women's Month, and we have a special female driver joining us this week, part of the Accelerate Her program that Bush Beer is uh, conducting right now. Let's head on over to the Food Depot Zoom line and welcome in Miss Brittany Zamora. Uh, Miss Zamora, thank you so much uh, for taking time to join us this week on this special Women's Month edition of Southern Race Week Radio, and hopefully you're having a, a great day today, my friend. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's always good to be on. We're glad to have you here for your second time. So now you're officially a friend of the show. So congratulations on that uh, great honor. But it is Women's Month, as I mentioned, and we're taking this opportunity to recognize the female participants, whether it's behind the wheel, in the pits, doing whatever. And obviously you are a driver, a very successful driver. And not only that, but Bush Beer has started this new Accelerate Her program to help many of you female full-time drivers who are participating in any NASCAR series. So tell me about the relationship with Bush. Oh, it's been a really great experience. Um, I, I'm so honored to be a part of the program. There's only seven of us right now in the program. So you think of all the women who are in racing and I just feel really lucky to, you know, have that Bush light trusts me and puts their faith in me to represent them as a brand. If somebody can do that, it feels really important and to know that they appreciate, you know, my efforts on and off the track. So I just want to go out there and do the best I can for them. And it's just a really cool program. They're trying to get females into the top series of NASCAR because right now there is none. And I think that's a crazy concept with how long motorsports has been around and that there's no females in the cup series right now. So that's what Bush Light is striving for. And I think they're definitely going to achieve it. So hopefully um, we can have a long partnership together. As female drivers go, in the generation before you started racing, there was a handful, maybe two or three female drivers anyone knew about. Danica Patrick's probably the most recent female drivers that a lot of people know about who raced in the Cubs series and in Indy as well. So this is an opportunity for you women to be out there in the open, out in front. Bush Light has really invested a lot of money, you guys. So do you feel a little sense of responsibility? Because now you know that there are going to be a lot of young ladies who might go, you know what, I don't know if this is something I'd like to do. It looks like a lot of fun. And now I get to see these ladies who are drivers being pushed by Bush Light and being exposed to the public. So for you, how important is it for you to kind of be a role model for these young ladies and maybe let them know, hey, if you want to be a driver, I'm doing it. So I know you can do it as well. Right. I think with any sponsorship comes responsibility, right? You want to you be yourself and be the best version of you as well as represent the brand the best you can. And growing up, I didn't really have any females in the higher level of motorsports to really look up to. There wasn't very many. So the fact that Bush Lie has this goal set 
in front of us to be able to achieve and know that they want me to be a part of this program and the part of the history that they're making right now is just a really big honor. And just being a role model for the next generation, I think it's really important just at the end of the day to just be your true self. And I don't, I don't think Bush wants us to go out there and be something we aren't, you know, they want, they chose us for a reason and believe in our abilities. So just going out there and doing what I love doing and making the most out of all the opportunities out of all my races and representing Bush the best that I can. Speaking with a driver, Brittany Samora here on this special Women's Month edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And um, for you, as I mentioned, as a female driver, crucial and important to, as you said, kind of lay the ground path for the future generation of women drivers. So for you growing up, you said you didn't really have a lot of female drivers to look up to. Now you're kind of that lady that a lot of these young girls are looking up to. How does that make you feel inside to know that when you probably go to an event, there are probably young girls who come to you, want to take a picture, get an autograph. For you, how does that feel to, to have something for a young girl that maybe you didn't have growing up? I think that's awesome. You know, growing up, I've always known of like Janet Gunthery, Lynn St. James, and those women, and knowing of their history in this sport and what they've done. But as far as, you know, always having a female on my TV screen to watch or going to the racetrack and seeing in person and talking to one-on-one, never really got that experience. So Bush Light's giving us the pro or the possibility to do that with the program of the Accelerator program. So it's just a really cool opportunity that, to know that on the weekends and, you know, I get to go out on the track and do what I love and that I get to be that role model for the younger females, not just the younger females in general, but every racer that's up and coming. But just for them to have that opportunity to walk up to a female driver and speak to them and get advice and words of encouragement, pictures, all that kind of stuff. I think it's a really pivotal moment for the younger generation because it's a, it's a whole different experience to see something in person with your own eyes than it is to, you know, learn about history or all that kind of stuff. So I just think it's, it's a really cool opportunity and I think this program is going to be remembered for a long time. Now, coming up next here on the program, I'm going to be interviewing JoJo Wilkinson. And you guys have had some races on the track. You know, when you thought of some races, you might have seen maybe one, maybe even one girl on the track. Now you have multiple women who are racing against each other. For you to be out there on the track, not only are racing against the men, but some of your women counterparts, how awesome is that for you to have multiple women racing against each other at a lot of these short tracks and, and series across the United States? Yeah, it is really cool. I grew up racing go-karts with Tony Bridinger, who's currently in the program. Um, race K&N cars with Haley Deegan, raced the um, Alabama 200 with JoJo Wilkinson a couple weeks ago. So it's definitely something that's becoming more common. And I think it's really cool. Um, we're just there, you know, it's now that we're part of the accelerator program and we're kind of going through the same process together. I think it's definitely just more of a way to build support for each other and be there for each other and know that we're all in the same position trying to get to the same goals. And we have a lot in common. So I think it definitely, you know, we are better together than we are apart. Now, uh, Brittany, if our listeners want to keep up with your progress, follow along what's going on with your career and your racing and everything going on, where can they go to keep up with you and the latest information? Yeah. So I'm on all platforms, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Brittany Zamora. You typically can find all my profiles on there. Um, I do have a website. Um, so all that all that information is good to go to. So I'll be posting, you know, race updates, 
sponsor events. I'm going to be broadcasting this weekend at the Easter Bunny 150. So you'll find some information there. So it's a little bit of everything racing related. Well, Miss Samara, we really appreciate taking the time to join us this week on the special Women's Month edition of Southern Race Week Radio. Uh, continued success in the rest of the 2022 season. And hopefully we'll catch back up with you uh, later on during the season and come back on the program and keep us up to date with what's going on with you. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you so much. I'm Kayla Vinci from Fox Sports 1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this special week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast as we're celebrating Women's Month here on Southern Race Week Radio, and we are very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here, one of the premier and up-and-coming female drivers dominating the short track circuit. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in from Hueytown, Alabama, Miss JoJo Wilkinson! Miss Wilkinson, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on a Southern Race Week Radio on the special Women's Month edition, and hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. So a special month here as we celebrate women all throughout not only sports, but in general. And I know for racing and women, for a long time, those two words didn't go together. But uh, over the years and over the decades, uh, things have changed, and you really see a strong female dominance of drivers not only in NASCAR, but in short tracks and coming up in Legends and, and Bandolero racing. So for you personally, tell me what it's like. You've been racing for a long time. What was it like for you in the early days of racing as a female trying to get into a, a sport which dominated by males? Um, yes, sir. I was at the time one of the only females running in go-karts. And so I technically grew up with the boys and um, – I actually learned a lot from being around a bunch of guys, and I feel like I learned more racing being around them. And today, I'm thankful for that, and I'm thankful that girls get to be a part of such an amazing sport as well. And, you know, for a lot of the female drivers, you didn't really have female drivers that you looked up to as you were getting, kind of getting into the go-karts and kind of coming up to the ranks, but now... There are so many female drivers, including yourself, JoJo. You have really made quite an impression on the racing world over the last couple of years. And for you to go to events and see little girls at the races or maybe little girls who come up to you and talk to you, want your autograph, maybe want a picture from you, how amazing is that for you as a female driver coming up, making her presence felt to know that now maybe you're that girl that little girls are looking up to to inspire to be like someday? Um, it brings me a lot of joy knowing that I'm able to go to the racetrack and be an inspiration to other little girls. Because at the time, whenever I was little, I really didn't have anybody to look up to. Um, that was a female in racing. And um, the only female really was Santa Patrick. But I really didn't know much about her. So I kind of just looked up to all the guy drivers, I guess you'd say. And I learned the most from them. Um but I enjoy going to the racetrack and being an inspiration, and it helps me a lot to get through most race days as well. You have people coming up to you saying how proud they are of you, and um, they really like how I have stuck through and doing the job that I'm doing, and I'm just thankful for that. Speaking with a short track driver, JoJo Wilkinson, here on a Southern Race Week Radio, so we're celebrating Women's Month here on the, the program. A little earlier, I was speaking with Brittany Zamora, you guys have the opportunity to race against each other. And, you know, it's it's great to see how women have dominated the sport. In, in probably other races, you might have been the only female driver racing in that event. 
But now, JoJo, you've had the opportunity to race with so many different women at the same event. So what's it like not now not only being the only female uh, participant and driver at a lot of these uh, events and races that you go to and race in? Uh, it's really cool because um, a few years ago I was the only female. So having another girl there and that support system around you is really helpful because you can talk to them about a lot more things than you can a guy racing, of course. Um, but it's cool to have other females racing in the same races that I am. Um, it's cool for the little girls as well. And it's just a good um, community that we have um, in racing right now. And I'm very excited for that and hope more females come and are more involved with it. Now you have a, a great sponsor that's been supporting you, following you for such a great long length of time. And as a woman driver, how difficult or easy is for you to get sponsorships? Because Maybe for some women it's more difficult. Maybe for some it's a little easier. For you personally, what's it been like involving yourself and, and going out, getting sponsors, and being able to get uh, support and backing from those sponsors? I never really had a sponsor um, until two years ago, which is Instacote Premium Products. It's not easy getting a sponsor, trying to find somebody that can fund your racing. Even for guys, it's not easy for them either, and I think it's about the same um, people say that it's easier for a female or a woman to get sponsorship because um, you could be pretty or that's just what they want, and that's not the case. Finding a sponsor that can back you up is very difficult because they do have to turn your racing and get you to the racetrack every weekend. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't personally think that it's easier for a female to go out there and get a sponsor, but I have been lucky enough to find one, and um Instacote Premium Products gets me to the racetrack every weekend, and I'm just very thankful that I found and was able to find a sponsor that does that for me. And one of the big stories for you this year, JoJo, is you've been signed to a team. You're now racing for a team, so that must be great for you. Tell me a little bit about the team you're racing for now and, uh, and how, did that, how that deal came about. Um, yes, sir. I'm racing for Jet Motorsport for the Pro Light Model deal. It's just hard to go to the racetrack with just you and your dad and um, – we got to a point where we couldn't really do that anymore and our sponsor wanted to reach out to some teams and see what opportunities that they had for me and jet motorsports had the best opportunities for me and um, i'm very happy to be running with them um, i like how everything is going so far um, i mean it's not easy and it's not going to be easy the rest of the season but knowing that i have a car that can win week in and week out it brings me a lot of joy and it makes me want to work 10 times harder because i know that i can win and um now that i have the equipment to do that and have the team to go to the racetrack and get a victory it just makes it that much more special for me but very thankful for uh jet for allowing me to come on board and drive one of their cars now jojo if our listeners want to follow your progress your career and, and continue on with what you got going on in 2022 where can they go to keep up with the latest information on what's going on with JoJo Wilkinson? My Instagram is Joe Wilkinson. I post more of behind the scenes, the day-to-day in my life, and um, with friends or whatever I'm doing. And then my race page is on Facebook, which is Joe Lynn, JoJo Wilkinson, driver number 11. We post a lot of um, updates and racing stuff on that throughout the weekend. So, um I just really appreciate you, and thank you for letting me come on here. This is Leah Pruitt, and you're listening to Southern Race Week.
All right, welcome back to the special Women's Month edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie as we wrap up this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And don't forget the podcast is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So if you want to rehear this episode or listen to any of our previous podcast episodes of Southern Race Week, just head on over to those respective podcast locations. And while you're there, we would really appreciate it if you subscribed and rated and left a comment about what you think about the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Always appreciate our loyal listeners' opinions and thoughts of the podcast. And also don't forget about our social media platforms. You can always like and follow us. Uh, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. And also on Twitter, you can follow us at SRW Radio. Don't forget our fearless leader. You can follow him at WB Radio Network. And you can follow yours truly at Alfie underscore 19. And don't forget, you can always get the latest racing news and information on the Southern Race Week Radio Facebook page and Twitter page as well. So we really appreciate if you go on out there and follow and like our respective social media pages. And don't forget about the email address. If you're an up-and-coming driver, maybe you want to get a little bit of exposure on Southern Race Week Radio, always reach out to me. It's srwradio at yahoo.com. That's srwradio at yahoo.com. But once again, uh, thanks to our great guest as we celebrated Women's Month here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio as we talked with a uh, driver and reporter, Jacqueline Drake, and then also drivers Brittany Zamora and JoJo Wilkinson. So we're really are proud of all three of these ladies for their accomplishments and what they've done in a, in a career in an industry that is as we said throughout the show, dominated by males, but you really see the female population starting to make their talents on display, whether it's on Fox Television, Flow Racing, wherever it is. Believe me, if you want to see some racing on television as well. And uh, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll be back with you uh, next week for another all-new episode of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Podcast.